Thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 49. Anchor, I almost said episode, I don't know what I'm saying. Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast and the podcast where two of us can grow a beard and the other, not so much. My name's Anthony. And I'm George. I'm Tommy. Dude, I had something funny to say in that little bit and I totally forgot it. And it was going to be something like really cool, something I don't know about muscles or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Fun fact. I have my job back. Apparently, I've lost some weight and I don't have two chins. Nice, buddy. Nice. Proud of you. I like to thank the Academy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Leo. So if you enjoy the podcast, please check out our daily news posted Monday through Friday and an occasional review posted on Saturdays. If you'd like to support the podcast and listening, please Check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us, but more about that later. Now, we would usually take a break right now, but we're not going to do that because we have a jam-packed episode. Game Awards 2019 nominees were announced, and we're going to break that motherfucker down. Let's dive into this, because there is plenty to talk about. So... Last year's, real fast, uh, last year's Game Awards was something, like, the first time I ever watched something like that all the way through. It's a good show. I enjoyed the show. Now, yeah, you got Jeff, a lot of people... Jeff, oh, Jeff does a good job. You got all people like, oh, yeah, oh, this. Well, how the fuck do you think an award show can run consecutively for so many years on a grand scale without ads? Get over it, you fucktards. God Espe- damn. Especially where it doesn't have uh, Spike backing it anymore. Dude, exactly. Jeff Keighley... Every year since it was just him doing it with his sponsors and everybody else, he has done an incredible job. And oh, absolutely. you're complaining about spot like the dumbest shit, guess what? You need that in order to have a game award. So for those of you who want to complain and gripe about it, you would not have a game awards if it weren't for Jeff Keighley and his brilliant mind on how to bring in money to support that. Hey, it, you know, the same could be said for any content creation that even the 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 small bit we get from our ad revenue makes a huge difference. And, you know, for people to be thrashing the Game Awards, especially what happened and with Spike and all that, I mean, come on, guys. Get real here. The, the, world, doesn't, the, the world doesn't run on nothing. The world doesn't run on Duncan. It does not. Although Duncan is <laughs> delicious. I had Duncan in the airport when I went to, to TwitchCon, and I was yeah. that was the first time I've ever had Duncan, and I was quite impressed. Yeah, I know. Duncan? Duncan's not bad, but I don't think their donuts are as awesome as people think they are. It's no, I'm more of a Krispy. I'm more of a Krispy Kreme donut guy. Yeah. I mean, they're not I'm bad. Man. Don't get me wrong. Their donuts aren't bad, but I don't think it's as I don't I don't feel as buck wild about them. I, you know what has great donuts? Fucking Safeway, bro. You ever go to a Safeway and get some of their donuts? Get don't prepared have to have some of the best. I know, save martyr die, right? You have to say that. <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> So, has this just become Donuts of the Year podcast? Yes, so. Because I'm down with that. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, let's hop in. So, so here are the nominees that we're going to talk about. Game of the Year, Action Game, Action Adventure Game, Art Direction, Audio Design, Community Support, Content Creator of the Year. We are skipping Esports Coach, Esports Event. We are sp- uh, skipping Esports Host, Esports Player, Esports Team. We're going to be doing the Esports Game of the Year, Family Game, Fighting game, fresh indie game, game direction, games for impact, independent game, mobile game, multiplayer game, narrative, ongoing game, performance, role, well, ongoing game, 
and the next one is performance. I said it's so close that it sounded like it was all one role. Um, Role-playing game, score and music, sports racing game, strategy game, and we will be leaving out the VR, AR game. So we're leaving out the ones that I just said because, well, we don't really have a stake in any of those. Uh, none of us really are crazy into esports or follow that, and we also don't have VR, so... Doesn't make much sense talking I mean, about him and making. I, it light, on I lightly dabble in esports, but I'm not hardcore into it. Like, but yeah, I watch Evo and that's it. <laughs> Same, but yeah, okay. and, and and don't forget the best game game. That was where's that one at? That was a joke. Oh, I was like, fuck, I missed one. Okay, now. Well, that went right over his head. It did right over it. I didn't even have a chance <laughs> to catch it. Now, first off, game of the year, we got Control, <laughs> Death Stranding. Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and The Outer Worlds. I feel I feel like we should cover Game of the Year, like... You want to do it last? Almost. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, last. let's do okay, this okay, last. Okay, but, we'll, we'll, but we'll mention it. We'll let everybody simmer on their thoughts on these because they are all fantastic titles. Although, there's Although quite... Although i a hot take. Yeah, there's quite a bit of opinion about some of these selections. So we'll come back to that. As there should be. Some of those, there's a couple of games that got robbed of that. Anyways, okay, so let's go to action game. Action game. We got Apex Legends, Astral Chain, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, and Metro Exodus. Three of these scenes have absolutely no business being on this fucking list. I Why mean, is Apex on there? Well, because it, I oh, yeah, you're right. I'll give you that one. I think that's Let's just going to be between Call of Duty and Gears 5, though. I disagree. Devil May Cry. Do you think Devil May Cry is going to, well, I mean, that is a fucking action game well why why is call of duty on an action game that's a first person shooter yeah i don't know i but like you, i guess because the campaign is very action-packed but hey i agree <laughs> with you on apex though apex has no business being on this see, see, Cry see i'm sitting over here thinking i'm sit, sitting over here thinking what's wrong with apex being on there call of duty's on there no no for, for sure but shouldn't both i feel like both those hell even gears 5 maybe should be i uh, i would have put all of those like those three under best shooter yeah for sure. I'm sure they, they but, probably are. So but. if we were to go... So here, here's, here's what we'll do. Two of these games actually belong on this action game list, and that's Devil May Cry and Astro Chain since they're action games. Now, the other four of these, even Metro Exodus is a first-person shooter. I, I'll give you... It's more of an adventure first-person shooter. I wouldn't say action. It's got action in it. But if we were to choose... Uh, if I were to choose out of the two that are actual action games, I would go with Devil May Cry 5. Just because mm -hmm. I feel like that garnered way more hype than Astral Chain. Now, oh, yeah. if I were to choose what's on this list, Call of Duty Modern Warfare wins. That's my opinion, though. I, Tommy, you, you went you went balls to wall in Gear 5. So I have a feeling Gears 5 is going to be your choice for this one. It's actually not. It's not what? my choice. Which now, one? Mind you, I'm going to say that I think, like you said, Metro Exodus, I think it actually belongs on this list. Okay. Because while it's a shooter, it's still a very story-driven, action-paced shooter. Okay. Which is why I see why COD and Gears are on there, too. Not okay. saying I necessarily agree with that, but Apex is an online-only game with, like, no, like, I don't want to say no action, but yeah. when I think action game, I don't think Apex Legends. I, I, feel, I feel like Luigi's Mansion could have been on this list. I think of literally Devil May Cry, which is my choice of it, because <laughs> Devil May Cry is such a good game. Uh-huh. Like, I'm... I'm actually surprised it didn't get nominated for Game of the Year. Yeah? Because there there was really nothing about that game I didn't like. So it was, it was a solid uh, action slasher? Phenomenal. I think it's the best of the yeah. series. George, what do you think? 
If I had to throw a hat into the ring, I'd have to throw it at Call of Duty. Um, the yeah. story, the campaign was just 10 out of 10, a really good, solid Call of Duty campaign, in my opinion. And uh, online, it has some needs some work, but it's it's going in the right direction, in my opinion. But uh, overall, definitely eclipses Apex Legends hardcore. Um, unfortunately, I never played Astral Chain, Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, or Metro Exodus, so it's kind of a one between two for me. But mm-hmm. definitely Call of Duty, just for the story. <laughs> I've played all of them but Metro. I'm, I'm super fucking surprised Astral Chain is even on this list, to be honest. Not that, not because it's it's just a Nintendo game, but was that new IP? It's still fresh. I don't think it probably when it comes to sales. I don't think it did as well as the rest of the games. No way. But I mean, I I haven't played it either yet, and I, I I have seen a lot of people talk like say good shit about it. It's a little wacky, but still say good shit about it. Tommy, you, have you played Astral Chain? Uh, I've played very little of Astral Chain. What'd you think? Uh, it's a lot of fun. I think. It's a game I want to go back and play more of because yeah. it is so much fun. But so so many other things are out that I just haven't got back to. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, well, all that, right, let's go to the next one. Yeah, that rolls us to our next one. Action adventure game. George, you want to read these off? Sure. Borderlands 3. Control. Death Stranding. Resident Evil 2. The Legend of Zelda. Link's Awakening. And Sekiro. Shadows Die Twice. Boys... Anthony, what do you think? I think Resident Evil 2 or Sekiro Shadows Die Twice win this one. Just based off of all of the acclaim that they got, not only from like gaming news outlets, but also from people that I know online and people that I know in person who played both those games. I think it's one of those two. I really do. I think, uh, I think to be honest, I think Death Stranding is a little too new to be on that, but I understand why it's in there. It is definitely an action-adventure game. But Resident Evil 2 and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, for that two months after they were out, that is all I heard people talk about. For sure. I think it's one of those two. If I had to choose, I, I would say Resident Evil wins just based off of uh, it being such a fond IP and such a fond game on so many people's minds. Tommy? All right. I think that uh, really Sekiro is my choice of it. But if if it were going to come down to two, like Anthony said, I actually think it's between borderlands and sekiro yeah because resident evil yeah has had a ton of hype has is a phenomenal game don't get me wrong but what happened when borderlands came out no one thought about anything else just borderlands Mm -hmm. resident evil 2 came out in a time where it had competition of games like you had like you just said sekiro kingdom hearts Devil May Cry was also in that time period. So it was it was a full market of kind of like action-paced games. Yeah. And Borderlands is also fresher in people's minds. They're going to be like, oh, hey, I spent a lot of time on this. I like this. <laughs> Borderlands. Because ultimately, these are voted on by people. Like this, just this is regular-ass people like us. They're going to say, oh, I know Borderlands. Vote. I personally would go Sekiro and did literally just vote for Sekiro. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. And I don't really see why Death Stranding is on there. Not because I don't think it's a good game. I've never played it. It looks great. And I've watched my friend and friend of the show, Justin, play it. And it's super cool. I just wouldn't consider that an action-adventure game. You know what I mean? It's unique. That I feel like it almost doesn't belong on this list. 
but mm -hmm. it belongs somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, but where does it belong, Tommy? <laughs> That's the hard part. That's the hardest. I would question almost, to I would almost say, like narrative or something like that is where Death Stranding would shine, but not action adventure. I don't. Well, I, I disagree on that. It's definitely an action adventure game, though. But it's, it feels like the action, of uh, the action part of it is is set for tones and pieces and stuff like that from what i've played mm -hmm. the adventure is definitely there 100 percent adventure um that's all you're doing that whole game that's is adventuring fair. but I, I i think it belongs on there but i i will agree with you it feels like that the action that i've faced so far what six hours into uh death stranding have felt very linear like i'm being guided to that action as opposed to just falling into the action gotcha george what do you think Ooh, it, it's this is an interesting list regardless of how you look at it um link's awakening was fun but i don't think it was fun enough to be up with any of these titles and i'm not trying to bash it uh, that's just how i feel about it um mm -hmm. sekiro i didn't play but from what i've seen it's just absolutely phenomenal and yeah. resident evil 2 uh really took that franchise in, in, in the direction it needed to go, especially from, you know, the old Blanky tank control games and, and really refreshed it. Um, I, I can't, it, it's a tough pick for me, but I'd have to put my chips on resident evil two. I know borderlands three, like Tommy's got a, a solid point. I do think borderlands three has a solid chance of what taking this, but from the perspective of a remake and everything else involved with resident evil two, I think they did a great job with that game. Mm -hmm. So, that that's what I would personally pick. Okay. And, and, and Death Stranding is a good game, but I I'm not I don't know I'm not feeling like best action adventure game out of it. It's it's more of an an experience or a narrative, like Anthony said. Like, I I feel like that's where it would shine the most. Yeah, like the action isn't just like you're into the action. Like Borderlands, there's action everywhere. It just Borderlands feels like you're just very... like makes you breathe action. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like Death Stranding, it, like the, the action is, it's curated and made in a way that that it puts you in the action it wants to put you in, as opposed to just randomly being put into this these action scenarios, you know. Exactly. Yeah. All right, let's go to art direction. Tommy, you want to read these ones off? Sure. The games nominated for art direction we've got Control, Death Stranding, Gris, Sinar Wild Hearts, and Sekiro Shadow. No, there's more. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. And The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. What do you guys think? Um, I'll go first on this one. So, I've... Fuck, I've only played one of the games on here. But I'm going to go with Grease and Sinar Wild Hearts. Got a lot of good words from people on Twitter about it. And about those games being really impactful, not only for story, but the way they looked. But um, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, uh, that art direction was super cute. And I, I just like the way they did it. It looked like they were all little plastic figures. It they yeah. did they did it with like a diorama type art but, style. But Greece's all of Greece's art is all watercolors, correct? If I remember correctly, one of the things with Greece that I had I heard someone talking about or, or you know posted about on, on Twitter, Instagram, and all that was that all of Greece's visuals are, are, are made from watercolors. I'm looking I, at it and I would believe it. I'd believe is, it. I couldn't tell you, but so I would say if I were gonna give an answer i would say so it'd be between greece and legend of zelda and to be honest i'd rather it go to greece since it, it that's an indie dev is or 
well, I mean, Devolver Digital and Nomad Studios are about as indies you can get on this list, but mm-hmm. I, I would go with Greece because just even looking at this picture, I'm like, fuck, that looks really good. Yeah, no, the, the Legend of Zelda is just absolutely cute as fuck. Um, I thought they did a great job with the art direction of the game. They really brought the, the whole old school Game Boy experience to the next level for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not played Greece, uh, Sign or Wild Hearts. Sekiro, again, looks phenomenal. Um, another close contender. I think just that Feudal Japan stuff, art style has been done before, though, mm-hmm. and that's what kind of lowers it a little bit for me. Um, Death Stranding is an absolutely <laughs> gorgeous game, though. I mean, Oh, Jesus. my God, I didn't even fucking think of that. I mean, yeah. the, the, okay. the, just the just the visuals of this game and art art direction, I mean... It, for me, it's it's definitely between Death Stranding and Link's Awakening, and either one would win. I would be more than happy to say, well, yeah, now, good job. Would it, like, would it be fair to say that Greece's art style, like, so Death Stranding, I don't really think of art direction. It looks very beautiful, but I feel like if there's a category for, um, like, visual rendering or making a world look pristine, like, it almost looks like New Zealand. But I, I that's why Greece is getting it for me now that, it, I mean, obviously... I'm picturing Death Stranding now, and it looks great. But I guess our our direction, I would still go for Greece. Although Death Stranding looks like like you're fucking looking at a, at a picture of a real hill. It's wild. I, Kojima and his crew are just insane. Yeah, those guys are next level. But that's kind of why, like, between those two games, if either one won, I'd be like, yeah, good job. Like, yeah. yeah. T- Tommy, what do you think? Like, I think with this, any of these deserve the win. It's such an interesting situation that they're all beautiful and all have their own different style of art. Like, I love Sekiro. It feels, when you're playing it, it really feels like the Japan environment. It, it's all there. The color, the, <clears throat> the kind of architecture of everything. Everything uh-huh. is beautiful to it. It's there for a purpose. Legend of Zelda, absolutely adorable. Death Stranding is arguably the most beautiful game I've ever played. Uh, not played, excuse me, I've ever watched. Control has such a weird art style that I was really impressed by. But... Ultimately, for me, it comes down to seeing uh, Gris and Sayonara Wildheart. And I think yeah. I would give the edge to Wildhearts because it it's a very beautiful rhythm-based game that's mm-hmm. constantly going and changing. Okay. And I just love that. All right. I like it. The the, the, the art design Fair ones enough. are always really good. There's, I, I feel like the Game Awards is always really good about getting the, the right games and the stuff like, you know, art design and audio design and stuff like that. It's kind of niches. Yeah. Every every year that I've ever watched it, I feel like they didn't really miss the mark on it. Like, like no. they always like what was it? Uh, something of the Oberdin. There was or no, that was those, those were indie games. Damn it! Oh, you know I'm still sore about last year. My, my freaking Dead Cells <laughs> didn't win best indie game, and something of the Oberdin did. The Oberdin, more like Boradin. <laughs> Anyways, Dead Cells was robbed. Yeah, Dead Cells was fucking hella robbed. Um, audio design. All right, we got Call of Duty Modern Warfare. We have Control, Death Stranding, Gears 5, Resident Evil 2, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Now, quick question for you guys. Yep. This audio design isn't, this isn't music in the game. This is strictly how, like, voices, backgrounds, background noises, and just, like, in-game sounds. This isn't music. Yeah. Okay, well, then I think that definitely takes Death Stranding off this fucking list. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, like, what, what, Death Stranding has a fucking amazing and phenomenal curated soundtrack but like my, the other thing is i, I don't uh, other than call of duty i don't really have a like a horse in this race i mean i've played call of duty so, but it's, it's it's gunshots 
pew 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 pew. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the, the the thing that stands out for Modern Warfare for me with this is the campaign audio design. Uh-huh. Like, there's points of tension in that game where like I am hearing a baby crying, and you know you're you're, you're breaching a building, and it's extremely. It does get under your skin, but then I also know and have seen Resident Evil 2 and how that tyrant walks around the building and you just hear him, or Mr. X, I think is his name. X, don't give it to you. Oh, we did it. Damn it. Great minds think alike. So, George, George, what would you choose for this? Uh, I'd have to I'd have to go with the creepy factor, creepy pasta factor of Resident Evil 2 with this. Like, I, I feel like okay. they did a real good job with that. Um, Death Stranding, like you said, I would agree. Uh, soundtrack design? fucking a uh ambient you know ambient design i don't know so much so call I mean, of duty, this, call this of duty is what i've played it's got great audio but no yeah i would well, i, I would remember it for the audio like you remembered with resident evil like such a niche theme like the thing i'm, I'm remembering with the audio for death stranding this is that that soundtrack and the way it hits you yeah sure and then uh so i i wouldn't say death stranding's out of the race i'd probably put it at third but call of duty probably second for me although i'm sure just because it's call of duty it will probably get a shit ton of votes so yeah yeah um tommy what do you think for me it's really between call of duty gears 5 and sekiro actually mm-hmm. because i'll start with sekiro because i think that's of the three that's kind of the lower one for me okay that sekiro every movement like it's <laughs> so fluid with the jump the noises the creatures that come out like there's a giant snake and at yeah. one point if you're using like stereo headsets or something like that you can even hear it breathing because it's okay. so loud and in your face and just like the metal clanging and constant counters and how you throw the shurikens and different weapons, it all just sounds so good. But I think Call of Duty did that actually better. Because Call of Duty, like George said, like echoing that with the campaign, sounding so unique and everything just so kind of interesting and detailed, but also taking that one step further into the multiplayer. Mess with the attachments and hear the sounds of those guns and how different they are. Mm-hmm. everything there was just finely tuned to sound different and the footsteps and all of that is it's so nice to hear especially if you're kind of listening for that for the differences which i was i was listening for that for the review which is up right now on anchor.fm slash dad's beards nerds shameless mm-hmm. plug <laughs> plug it <laughs> but my favorite one is Gears, because Gears tried a lot new stuff with weapons, the open world, the environment, the vehicle with the sledding and all of that. Even that sound that was just constantly there, just right in the background as you're sledding through snow or sand. And you could tell the difference of which one was which, or when you start slipping on ice, Mm -hmm. or how the Nasher sounds when it's grinding up against a chainsaw on another Lancer compared to the Locust variant. All... All of that sound is just beautiful. And then you add that on top of the campaign where the doors and all of that open up and the gunfire and all of the locust noises. Yeah. It, it's amazing. It For me, it I don't want to say it's a shoe-in, but I almost feel like it would be robbed if it didn't get it, if you know <coughs> what I mean. Yeah. So it sounds like the consensus is kind of Call of Duty or Gears. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't really... Mm, I play Call of Duty. I, I didn't play Gears, but it sounds like both these games, it sounds like it can go either way. Uh, I feel, or, or even I Resident Evil. I feel like Gears, Resident Evil, or Call of Duty are two games that are the three games that are probably like have the closest chance of getting it. Because like you said, George, with the whole the tyrant and Mr. X walking around, you can hear that thud, 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 and you know what's coming. Yeah, that shit's um, creepy. Yeah, 
cool. feel like I any love, of these could get it. I love how people have modded Resident Evil 2, though. Like, it's hilarious. Have you guys seen that Thomas the Tank Engine? Yes, I was just yes. about to say that. I was just <laughs> about to say Thomas the, Thomas the, the fucking train coming in. Listen, if your game can be modded <laughs> and you don't have Thomas the Train in there, do you actually... The, can it actually be modded? No, yeah, it's Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah. in sky. Oh, sky yes. Race. Oh, yeah. So funny. Goes, oh, yeah. It's so fucking <laughs> funny. Okay, let's hop in the next one. Community support. George, want to read mine? Sure. All right. Community support. We got Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy, 14, Fortnite, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. All right, let me start off on this one. Go for it. How in the fuck is... Uh, Apex Legends nominated on here when they had months of just not talking to their community and then had a dumpster fire of an event. I think a I think Apex is a fun game. I I love Respawn. I love what they do, especially with Jedi Fallen Order. Such a great game. But they drop the ball when it comes to talking to a community on Apex Legends. Like, that doesn't even need to be here. I don't really know anything about Final Fantasy XIV. Other yeah. than the fact that it exists, that it, it's, and, a, it's a real theme. <laughs> yeah, that people play. Like, and I love Final Fantasy, and yeah. I know it's got a community. So, and it's been going for years. So they got to be doing something right. Yeah. Fortnite, Epic doesn't really do a, a whole lot of. And correct me if I'm wrong. They don't do a whole lot of really talking and doing with their community, except for when the seasons refresh every like two two or so months. Now. Their world events and seasonal events and stuff like that are phenomenal. They do it better than anyone else. But when I think of community, I like best community support, I think of Rainbow Six Siege or Destiny 2, where they're in there, yep. and especially Destiny 2. They're in there, they're talking. Like, Bungie updates them weekly, sometimes more than that if they have to. They're always on Twitter, they're always talking, and they're always trying to move forward with the community. And I don't see any developer doing that as good as Bungie. Yeah, now, I'm biased because I have, like, 1,500 hours in Destiny 2, but that's what I'm going with. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, R Rainbow Six has come so far from... It really has. ...from community input, like, a lot of it. And I, I'd ha if I had to, you know, interject here, I'd have to cast my vote on Rainbow Six just for, for how far it's come. And that's fair. But you do have a solid point with Destiny. The rest of the games, I agree. They don't have a, a, a stake in this, unfortunately. Anthony, what do you think? Um, I would go with Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege because in no goddamn world would I ever give Destiny any sort of praise considering the fact that for fucking months they stifled experience in, in, in a game with absolutely no transparency until a fan had to go and do his own testing and like figure that shit out. So uh, Bungie like three weeks. never, never in a million years ever get that vote for me for their questionable fucking tactics. I will stand by that till the day I fucking die. Yep, and he bad. So, I mean, that's but, fair, but, but look I, at it of 2019. Oh, I don't care. They, they got ruined it. They have absolutely... Uh, I, I'll never have any goodwill in them. If they did it once, they'll do it again. Um, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, I would say would, would win. I have never once heard anybody say anything bad about that support, that game. I've never heard anybody say... Oh well, fucking where you at? Uh, you know Ubisoft and been trying to get into this for whatever, or or post you know like screenshots of their emails with community support when it, there comes to an issue. So, I mean, in a perfect world, I say, I uh, not a perfect world, but in uh, Tom Clancy, like to win, but we all know what's going to win. It's going to be Fortnite. Fortnite's going to win probably. It will yeah. probably be Fortnite. 
The second Fortnite gets put on there, it's going to win that one. Even though there are a million fucking complaints about Fortnite that you see every day, including top streamers like Ninja. But don't forget about all the little kids that play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why it's going to win. That's exactly why it's going to win. Okay. <laughs> all right, next one. Content creator of the year. Tommy, read him off. All right, give me one second. Sorry. Uh, content creator of the year, we've got Courage, Dr. Lupo, Ewok, Grefg, and Shroud. What do you guys think about these guys? I'll go. So go it's going to be, it's either Courage or it's Shroud. It's not going to be any of these other three, other three people, you can get the hell out. You guys might, don't, don't, Dr. Lupo's the only really one, one that I even know about. I think Courage or Shroud wins this one. To be honest, I think it's Courage. It's I think be, it's Shroud. Well, it can go either way. I love both those guys. Both those dudes seem like just fucking awesome, genuine dudes who fucking work their asses off to get where they're at. But I, I, I think Courage, but it, it can definitely go both ways. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the Shroud camp. Like, for me, Shroud, and I feel like this is probably the general consensus amount around most people, Shroud is the third biggest streamer out there. Yep. Because you've got Ninja, Dr. Disrespect, and then Shroud. Yeah. And I feel like the only reason those two weren't nominated is because they won before. So, <laughs> I think Courage wins it just because he's, I feel like he's found a way to keep himself more relevant in the public eye than Shroud. Don't get me wrong, Shroud's done some awesome stuff, but Courage seems to be, I mean, he, he's part of 100 Thieves as it is, so I know mm -hmm. that they're definitely helping him. But, like, over the past year, he's just done a bunch of random shit to just get himself in the news. Like, when he did uh, Ariana Grande's boyfriend and redid that music video and actually got her to respond to him. Yeah. And then his whole move from YouTube to or, or from, from Twitch to YouTube, like, he's getting himself into a pure content creation as opposed to the streaming where I feel like Shroud is all streaming. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. we got Courage over here trying to, to encompass multiple aspects of content creation. But like I said, that I, that goes either way. One of those two win. Yeah. Like, for me, I'd give it to Shroud only because it's like, who, who even knows that YouTube does a lot of live streaming anymore? Like, no one. Shroud made the, Shroud made the bigger move while Courage made the arguably riskier move. And I think in the immediate sense of it, Shroud's move will pay off. Oh, for sure. Okay. 100% agree. George, who, who do you think? Did you already choose? Yeah, I already chose Shroud. Okay. So we got two Shrouds and one Courage. Well, guys, you tried. Sorry, you were wrong. Uh, next up. <laughs> we'll see you in December. Yeah. All right. Next up, eSports Game of the Year. This is a big one. This is a big one. So we have Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, Dota 2, Fortnite, League of Legends, and Overwatch. Now, guys, I'm going to go and I'm going to say this. None of these matter. Fortnite will win because there are millions of little kids who will vote for this. Fair. Now, now in a perfect world, in a perfect world, probably League of Legends or Overwatch. But if I'm going to be a realist at this point, Fortnite wins. But it also wins because it's kept itself relevant in the public eye with pop culture. And I've said this from the start. And they, they have a way with doing that, with keeping themselves relevant with whatever the fuck is happening. You may forget True. about it for a week. But I'll guarantee you that on that eighth day, you'll hear something about it. Something will happen. There'll be a dance. There'll be something. But in a perfect world, I would love to see League of Legends or Overwatch win that. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Um, I, I, this is definitely hands down going to Fortnite. But I, in my heart, I'd like Overwatch to take it. But we all know what's going to happen. Yeah, I want Overwatch to get it, but it's going to go to Fortnite. <laughs> I love that all of us are like we both all of us just know the way we say it's like but it's fucking going to Fortnite. Yeah. It's like Fortnite's that 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 animal you know is just the apex predator and the whole bunch. It's just like, well, we wanted a piece of the gazelle to go to the other pride mates, but not not today. 
Yeah, I mean, like, like it's the circle. As as much as much as like like with the whole little kids thing, and it's got a, a larger fan base. You know, Fortnite does deserve credit with, like I was saying, like they they keep themselves relevant. They do a really good job, and whoever it is that they have on their marketing team and their content creation teams that are working together, it's like they're top notch, and they're definitely getting their money's worth out of that. Oh yeah, Epic's killing it. Plus, oh, yeah. the uh, the Fortnite Grand Prix or whatever it was, the one that the Booga won. But I mean, wasn't that one of like the top esports things of the year? That and Overwatch Grand Finals. Yeah, yeah. so I was gonna say the I Grand mean, Finals were a big deal. Yeah. And okay. The Overwatch League is why I would give it to Overwatch because they're making big moves. There's, oh yeah. They're going from just the Blizzard Arena to kind of doing like home and away games type thing yeah teams yeah. actually have their own stadiums and stuff set up yeah now. like that's awesome yeah it's what other legit. what other game does that every other game ha goes based off of either a convention that they run or a convention that's run from another company like evo and it's just like hey uh come here with a bunch of consoles and play my game Overwatch is like, no, we're going to just sign a bunch of people, do away and home games in a stadium that has nothing to do with us, that has, like, they're trying to take more away from Overwatch and more on the teams, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's what deserves it. You know what? Fortnite. I, I, I'm with you on that one, man. I, I agree with that. 100%. Like, they're making it more of a team-based thing. Like, like having people pick your, your teams and stuff make, like that. They're making it more of a sporting event. Yeah. No, they have drafts and seasons. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Tommy. I mean, like, yeah, the perfect world Overwatch wins that shit just based off of how hard they're trying to make it more of a football, but, baseball, basketball type thing as opposed to just a video games thing. But 12-year-olds play Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, 12-year-olds play Fortnite. All right, we're going to go to family game next. George, you want to read these bad boys off? This is the Nintendo category. Fucking Nintendo regardless. Basically, Nintendo wins this category. On to the next one. Yeah, every single game on here is Nintendo. Yeah, so best family game of the year, we have Luigi's Mansion 3, made by Nintendo. Ring <laughs> Ring Fit Adventure, made by made Nintendo. By Nintendo. <laughs> Super Mario Maker 2, made I by even made that. Nintendo. I'm pretty sure they outsourced it. It was Ubisoft who did that one. <laughs> <laughs> Super Smash Brothers <laughs> Ultimate, Sora Bandai, Namco, and Nintendo. And Yoshi's Crafted World, also made by Nintendo. And Good Feel. Don't forget about Good Feel. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, so, guys, I think Microsoft wins this one. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft's going to sweep this category. <laughs> no way N Nintendo wins this category at all. No, not at all. To be honest, I just want to know why Ring Fit Adventure is here. <laughs> like, I, apparently, I it's like, super good. Like, uh, all right. Well, okay then. I just don't think of you know like i guess family game yeah but i don't know see i think mario maker 2 is a shoo-in for this I, where the yeah. fuck's mario party mario party came out in 2018 oh damn it yeah mario maker 2 has this in my <laughs> where the hell's a game from 2017 <laughs> <laughs> i mean smash bros is a 2018 game that i don't think should be on this list but they were like oh it came out in december it counts but I'll get to that when it comes to Game of the Year. I mean, probably Smash Bros. is going to win it. If not that, I think Luigi's Mansion should probably win it. George, what do you think? Uh, Super Mario Maker 2. 
I think it's going to take. I think it's it, it is blown up so much on uh, Twitch and everything else. I it's going to take it. Yeah. Well, so. I love Smash. I agree, Mario Maker, because Smash. I don't think of that as a family game. I think of that as get your friends around and fuck up some friendships. Yeah. Basically, really <laughs> test, party. really test those those ba- those the, those friendship bonds because you're gonna I mean, need it. Yeah, that's Mario Party and Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart as well. Yeah, but... I'm also unnaturally good at Mario Kart. Bring it! I can't even play you guys anymore. <laughs> it Tragic. sucks. But yeah, I feel like Super Mario Maker Two, like you said, is, is a has more hype. Luigi's Mansion just came out, so I think Super Mario Maker Two is gonna be a lot fresher on people's brains. Not to mention how wild everyone went with it on Twitch. Yeah. So yeah, Super Mario Maker Two seems seems pretty legit. All right. Did we all choose on that one? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Tommy, you want to read this next one for a fighting game? Uh, perfect. It's just my wheelhouse. Perfect. For best fighting games, we have Dead or Alive 6, Jump Force, Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Oh, boy. I, th- I think we could all agree that Jump Force should not be up here. I bought Jump Force at launch, and I thought Jump Force was fun for playing the story, mm-hmm. but... Here is the sole reason why Jump Force should not be on there. It took them five months to add a fucking rematch option. <laughs> I feel like they just needed to put something else in there and Jump Force happened to be out this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I don't... So, it's honest, ba- so basically, it's between Mortal Kombat 11 and Smash Brothers. Yeah. See, I, I think Samurai Showdown's a dark horse in this. I don't think it's going to win, yeah. but I think it's going to get a lot of attention. I think, to be honest... I would like Mortal Kombat 11 to win. I agree. Uh, I, I see, like, that community just is thriving, and I see a lot of really odd, like, DJ Chris V plays that a lot. I see him playing it. It seems like a super fun, intuitive fighting game. Um, but, it really is. But I think we, we all know Super Smash Bros. Ultimate will win. I want Mortal Kombat to win, and then them announce my boy Kenshi for Mortal Kombat. Come on, NetherRealm, give it to me. Stop taking away my main. Why you do this? <laughs> Why you do this? George, did you already say? It's a, for me. It's between Mortal Kombat 11 and Super Smash Brothers. Although I'd have to err on the side of caution and say that Smash is going to sweep this. Yeah, I agree. Now I think that the biggest robbery is going to come from Dead or Alive. Like Dead or Alive is not going to win mainly because people are going to get pissed because the whole the whole outrage of them shrinking titties and people yep. were super mad about that. I'm like I'm like I care about the gameplay and there's still a lot of tits, people. Like you can get your perversion on. There's plenty of if boobies. You really, if you want to get perverted, just go play Senran Kagura. Yeah, no shit. All right. But that's what that's all that that is. So yeah, Mortal Kombat. I, I do agree with you though with uh Samurai Showdown being a dark horse. I definitely agree with you on that one. And I, and it, it would be nice to see a game like that win. Yeah, I, I would love it, but it's not gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's let's hop over to fresh indie game. Uh presented by subway <laughs> not sponsored although uh, subway if yeah. you're listening to this if you want to sponsor anchor's number one gaming news and gaming conversational podcast we're here for you i'll take a foot long uh, <laughs> i will i'm always down for a foot long i'm a power bottom I like to put hands in your face jesus christ okay. anthony now give uh, the man what he wants exactly exactly jesus you know what's up fucking christ <laughs> first up <laughs> the slash um the um for disco elysium Nomad Studios for Greece, Dead Toast Entertainment for my friend Pedro, Mobius Digital for Outer Wilds, Mega Crit for Slate the Spire, and we got House House for Untitled Goose Game. I, I think we know who this goes to. Honk. Yeah, I, I don't see Untitled <laughs> Goose Game. I don't see House House losing this one. There was so yeah. much hype for Untitled Goose Game and so much going around. Everything, like, just 
the internet of people talking about it and showing all the wacky shit you can do, I really honestly believe that House House wins this by a landslide. I think it'll come down to that and Mobius Digital for Outer Wilds. Okay. But I think Outer Wilds will suffer of the fact that it came out earlier in the year and Untitled Goose Game came out closer and also had a ton of hype because both of these games had a lot of hype behind them. Yeah, Goose Game's going to take it, though, because, I mean, look at all the memes and everything that are popping up. Like, oh, the, yeah. go- the Goose is a part of gaming pop culture now. It's basically the si- it's basically the symbol of 2019. I wouldn't be surprised if that thing became a uh, assist trophy in Smash at some point. Oh, Jesus. Sakurai, make it so. All right. So, all right. Game direction. George, want to read them off? Sure. We got Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and Outer Worlds. Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds. So, Anthony, what do you think? Death Stranding 100%. Yep, that's where I was Death going Stranding with this 100%. one. I, 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 I would love to see... way Death Stranding loses. I, I would love to see Control and Outer Wilds also be within that, like, possible who could win. But Death Stranding, I think, definitely wins that. But I think it's fucking deserved. Like, Fuck that's, yeah. Like, <laughs> that game direction and, and design is, is wild. and It's a Hideo Kojima game, man. Yeah, I just, I mean, but I mean, like I said, in a perfect world, Control and Outer Wilds would have a, a more, more of a chance. Yeah, like they'd be closer in the race than, than they, they would, they would, they deserve to be closer in that race. But I really think Death Stranding wins. I agree. I agree as well. Death Stranding is going to take this one. All right. Death Stranding for game direction. Now we have games for impact. So Tommy, you want to read that one off? Sure. Cool. For games of impact. We've got Concrete Genie, Gris, Kind Words, Life is Strange 2, and Sea of Solitude. So I'm going to start off by saying I know nothing about any of these. So I'm just going to be like, so I don't know. I heard a lot of good things about Sea of Solitude and Gris. I think it's going to be between those two. Um, obviously, Life is Strange 2 is, is, is good, but I just, I've heard more hype about those two games than I have the latter. So that's where I'm putting my chips. I think by what I've just seen on Twitter... And Instagram and games news, I would say Greece or Life is Strange too. Um, like I said, I, I didn't play any of those, but just from what I've seen, I'm gonna say it's one of those two. I can't give a definitive answer. Maybe Greece. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like yeah, fuck. Alright, let's move on to the next one then. Independent game. We got Baba is you. We got Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, Outer Wilds. And then the winner. Yeah, exactly. Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, straight up. I was... <laughs> I, I'm just gonna say it. I'm tired. Katana Zero should win, but it's going to Untitled Goose Game. Oh, yeah. Goose Game is going to sweep this. Okay, well, we got that one. That one was quick. Ooh, <laughs> here's a good one. Do I have any of these? In- oh, well, one of these George has played. And I've heard some stuff about all- about some of these. George, you want to read off Mobile Game? All right. Mobile Game, the games that nobody plays. Just kidding. I know they do. Um, Call of Duty Mobile, Grindstone, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sky Children of the Light, and What the Golf. That's on mobile? That is mobile. Okay. What the Golf is okay. fucking fun. Yeah, I figured yours would be What the Golf on that one. I don't think it, Call of Duty Mobile should be should be allowed in there. Like, I think if that was going to be in there, then we needed, like, Gunplug, Gundam Battle Warfare, and, like, other games. I don't... See, I think COD deserved being in there, actually. Because yeah, it's got a lot of hype, and... They could have put another, like, indie-ish title in there, and, like, I don't know. We but, all know I mean, Call of Duty is going to sweep it. it. Do you want mobile game to just be called Indie Part Two then? Yeah, to that's fair. Like, Fine. Like, okay, we... triple games can't. <laughs> I mean, triple A games can't be on mobile. 
Fine. I guess you can speak that sense and knowledge. <laughs> no, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, Anthony's over here like... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fucking A, I'm wrong. <laughs> you, uh, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, Tommy going to Call of Duty uh, or What the Golf. Although I did hear a lot of really good stuff about Grindstone. Yeah, See, I haven't heard anything about Grindstone, actually. Like, DJ Chris V was someone I was hearing a lot about Grindstone from. Interesting. I but, only know anything about COD, and it's just been all good. So I'm going to go with that. Like, okay. What the Golf is so, super fun and goofy, and in a mobile game, that's kind of what I like. You know, and it's it short. It really, like, encap- encapsulates that mobile game genre. It does. It really does. Um, even though I, I originally played it on PC, it, it, it it's awesome. It's really good. I so. ho- Actually, I think What the Golf will win. I think the blend of people who are actually voting in a mobile game are probably not just COD fanboys and fangirls. And I have a feeling that What the Golf has made enough of an impact. I'd like to also see Sayonara Wild Hearts maybe win that one. Yeah. But uh, I have a feeling it's between What the Golf and Call of Duty Mobile. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I think this could go to really any of them that were nominated this time around. <laughs> All right. This is a big one, this next one. Multiplayer game. Yep. Now, Tommy, wait, who read off the last ones? Was it you? I'll read it. It's fine. Okay, I read I don't it. Know who <laughs> I can't remember who did it. For a multiplayer game, we've got Apex Legends, Borderlands uh-huh. 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, and Tom Clancy's The Division 2. I'm going to say that, again, I mentioned this in the review on anchor.fm slash dasbeardsners of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. This game needs to win this category. It has to. Yeah. The, there has been plenty of crossplay games, but none have worked this seamlessly and this perfectly. And when I think multiplayer, this is going above and beyond that. Yeah. Borderlands 3, I love. Apex Legends is fun. Tetris 99, get that shit out of my face. <laughs> I don't want to build blocks. Tom Clancy 2 is really boring. Don't care. Sorry, Anthony. Love you. but No, I've got some words on that. We'll get into that here in a moment. But I, I agree with you. Borderlands yeah, 3, I played a multiplayer I played... game that didn't see anybody. So Call of Duty. So, so I come from a slightly different perspective. I mean, Apex Legends in terms of multiplayer game is pretty fun and interesting to me but i don't think it's gonna win um tetris mm-hmm. 99 was an interesting spin on a classic that i think definitely needed should have gotten more attention than it did um but call of duty is going to take this and it, for exactly the same reasons that cross-platform functionality is seamless i think they did a great job so call of duty is going to take this category yeah i agree I 100% agree that Call of Duty will take this category. I think um, I, I think Borderlands would have more of a chance if it was in mul- a multiplayer game only. But I feel like a lot of people play Borderlands 3 solo. And then after they beat the game, they do multiplayer. Whereas Call of Duty has been a multiplayer game and widely known as a multiplayer game for how long? 10 years? 10 plus years? More. Sorry, so, what was the question? Oh, I was saying that Borderlands 3, I think a lot of people play that initial run through solo. And then, then they go into the multiplayer. As with Call of Duty, for the last 10 plus years, everybody has known that it's a multiplayer. I mean, how many people have said, I, I didn't even play the story. I just go straight to the multiplayer. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I got my boy, Tom Clancy's The Division 2. You were supposed to be the chosen one. I loved you like a brother. And I fucking chop off his legs and arm and leave it in the fucking fire. My God. My God. Have you all of them just, whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. I haven't touched this game in probably five months. And you know who's the biggest fan of Tom Clancy's The Division? This guy right here. You can't see me pointing my thumbs at myself, 
but I am, and I have never been more let down by a game in my fucking life. So, um, before we move on to his opinion about that, George, can you make a note for next week's episode that we get a rant on the Division Two from Anthony, please? Yeah, let's do that. Let's. <laughs> say I need done. to hear this. Let's say I want to hear this in depth. <laughs> I'm 100 percent okay with doing that. All right. We we do we should take a short break though to. Uh, you want to take play. a short break? Yeah. So we can, that okay. way we can play an ad. Oh, and break ad? this up. <laughs> All be right, re- guys. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Be right back. <laughs> and we are back with our discussions on the 2019 Game Awards nominees and who we think will win. We just did. Which one did we just do? Multiplayer. We just got done with multiplayer, and now we are going to narrative. Best narrative, we have A Plague Tale Innocence, Control, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, The Outer Worlds. Now, folks, I think we can throw Disco and A Plague Tale out the window and just really focus on three games here. Control, Death Stranding, and The Outer Worlds. I think we can just focus on one. I see a clear-cut winner. Death Stranding? Yeah. Death Stranding, no, don't get me wrong. Death Stranding is definitely going to win this. The narrative of that game is so fucking beyond anything I else. Would, I would love the Outer Worlds to be a little closer in there. I think it's cool that they the Outer Worlds even got on this list because I I do have interest in it, especially because Obsidian made it. But mm-hmm. I mean, when you compare that to what Death Stranding has going on, narrative yeah. wise, I mean, there's no touching Death Stranding. One hundred percent agree. I just the Outer Worlds, I think, is a. Is super special game that that came out as well it just happened to come out when death stranding came out <laughs> yeah it's its only downfall because other than that this is a perfect game that got over hugely overshadowed by death stranding okay but with that said yeah death stranding's narrative is <laughs> it's goddamn good <laughs> oh yeah it's not just good it's goddamn good so like i think very much deserved I, I just what I'm really excited for is the day or the week after the Game Awards when everybody's complaining that Death Stranding only won a bunch of stuff because Jeff Keighley and Kojima are friends. When people don't realize that Jeff Keighley doesn't pick the the nominees. Yeah, but people are still gonna complain. I mean, yeah. Fuck, they're still gonna complain, bastards. All right. They always next ha- up. will. No, did we, did we all choose? We all chose Death Stranding. Yeah, yeah we, we all, all chose Death Stranding. Okay, next up. Uh, best ongoing game, George. Which is the same nominees yeah. as category I mean, of community for the yeah. Can yeah, we both go on say... and just agree it's Fortnite? <laughs> Again. Rainbow <laughs> Six is up there, Destiny. though. No, no. I, well, yeah, of course. Destiny. Okay, so Tommy picks Destiny. <laughs> and, uh, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, in my world, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege would win. But if I'm gonna be but it's going to be Fortnite. But yeah, it's going to be Fortnite. Be here, Fortnite. And you're right. That is the same goddamn list. It's the exact online. same list. As best online, right? As best community. Oh my god, it's the same goddamn. It's the exact same fucking list as best community. <laughs> what was the point? <laughs> what was the point of doing two fucking categories for the same goddamn list? Couldn't they just put them together? That's what I'm saying. They didn't even mix up the order, guys. It's the like, same. Th- like, like what the fuck? Funny. <laughs> you can't have an ongoing game without a goddamn community. What the fuck is the point of this? That's too good. That's too good. And you're 100% correct, Tommy. You are 100% correct. (laughs) It's like, what is it? It's like in Zoolander where he's like, I invented the piano Nick Kitai. What has he done? Nothing. He's got one look. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. 
<laughs> it's straight up the same thing and why it's two categories. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand I, it. Maybe they wanted to give another game in that category a chance to beat Fortnite. Then why haven't voted on by public? I don't know, but I just... I don't know. Because it, it ain't going to win. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's hop over to, uh, let's hop over to performance. Uh, who wants to read this one? I'll take it. Best say, performance. Do do I just robbed you. Best performance <laughs> in a video game. Nominees are Ashley Birch. Uh, she was in The Outer Worlds. Courtney Hope as Jesse Faden in Control. Laura Bailey as Kate Diaz in Gears 5. Mads Mikkelsen as Cliff in Death Stranding. Matthew Poretta as Dr. Casper Darling in Control. And everyone's homeboy, Norman Reedus, as Sam Porter Bridges, the guy that delivers things in Death Stranding. Um, Dude, from what I've seen from Mads Mikkelsen in Death Stranding, I would go for him. Like, Norman Reedus's performance from, like I said, I've had like six, six hours of Death Stranding. Um, I didn't play Control. I didn't play Outer Worlds. I didn't play Gears 5. But something about Mads Mikkelsen's performance in Death Stranding is like mesmerizing and eerie at the same time, but in like the best ways. In the in the best Kojima ways possible. So I would say, I, I, I want Mads Mikkelsen. I would say Mads Mikkelsen. So. Okay. See, for me, it's a close toss-up between the two, but I would have to lean towards Mads as well. Like, such a, it, that may also go into the narrative of the game and how the story is told, but it just seems like Mads Mikkelsen is just, he carries a, an energy about him in this, in his performance. I don't know. I really enjoyed it, though. Yeah, for me, I think it's really going to be between Mads and Laura Bailey. I loved Laura Bailey's performance in Gears 5. Yeah. I think that, and I mean, in Gears as a whole and i think everything laura bailey does is just great because she's such a good voice actor and okay. then sorry what was that anthony no, 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 go ahead go ahead uh and then mads he's really good uh the little bit i've seen of death stranding was phenomenal and then there's uh courtney hope in control she was really good too and norman reedus will probably win because he's Norman Reedus. I, I, I think Norman Reedus and Mads, it's a coin flip. But, I mean, I want Mads to win, but I really think that it, it's a coin flip on the two. Here's yeah, why I, I think Norman Reedus will win. Because he's he the face of the game? Walking Dead. Not only that, Walking Dead. Yep. Okay. More people know him, and so they see him and go, oh, that's the Walking Dead guy, and they're more inclined. And how many thirsty bitches watch The Walking Dead? Oh, they want to jerk off Norman Reedus. Can we make that a shirt? How many thirsty bitches watch The Walking Dead? Dad's beers and <laughs> <laughs> But it's got to be on the shirt. So, like, it's got to be on the back. The thing says, how many thirsty bitches watch The Walking Dead? And it's got to have a picture of Tommy kind of saying it. And then on the I'm front, down. it just says, Dad's beers nerds. I'm so down. <laughs> just so, draw me like a comic book character with the text bubble yeah yeah i fucking i that needs to be a shirt i i, I want to make a note here that i would i it's not going to happen but i would love to see ashley birch win this see um, she seems I like, super, like her performance in outer worlds of what i played. well i'm not talking about just outer worlds but she was also tiny teeny in borderlands she's just she was I mean, she's got the whole plethora of you know voice acting and she just seems like a super genuinely like 
awesome fucking person. Yeah. Like, if it if it were her, her up there for Tiny Tina, I'd be like, oh, man, this is a lot closer. But yeah. I got her character in Outer Worlds, and I was like, I want to stab this bitch in the face. Oh, she's the uh, the engineer, right? Yeah, she's the first companion you can get. <laughs> I love that. I, I fucking hate her. Bitch in the face. Yeah. I'm like, I... Light spoilers for, like, the first, like, half hour of the game. I'm like, I stabbed your boss in the face. You're mad. You're like, you you can't walk around here unaccompanied anymore. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm about to leave this planet. She's like, uh, can I go with you? I'm like, bitch, I just killed your boss, and you fucking trust me on a ship? Fuck you. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere with me. All right. Next category. I just want you guys to know in this next category before it's read off what it is and who's in it. There was one game in that just got the fucking snub. Two games that got the snub hard on this one. So first off, let me... This next category is role-playing game. Let me read off what we got. We got Disco Elysium, Final Fantasy XIV, Kingdom Hearts 3, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, not a role-playing game, That and The Outer Worlds. It kind of is. Okay, but let me tell you who got the snub. Okay. okay? And, I'll, and it's ridiculous. Final Fantasy VIII Remake. And... The Grandia 1 and 2 collection that came on Switch. Why do we not have two of the best RPGs made within the last 20 years in the scene? But we get fucking... I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3 is barely an RPG. Monster Hunter World, Iceborne, you got slow attacks. The Outer Worlds has RPG elements. I mean, like, Final... Like, what? I don't want any of these to win. Now, I'm going to say this about this category, and I'm going to mention it again later. Okay. A remake? Personally, I believe a remake should not be able to be nominated for a category of a 2019 game. Well, that is those two that, no, those, <laughs> those two that you just... Oh, people are going to think it's opinion at the end of the show. Trust me. Those two that you listed are remakes. Therefore, you want to call them best RPG of that year? Fine. Good for you. It's the best RPG of like 2003. God but damn it. Okay, fine. To me, that is Kingdom Hearts 3. Personally, because Kingdom Hearts is my favorite game series of all time, I think that uh, just because Pokemon released on the 15th, and that's the cutoff, is fucking stupid that it wasn't nominated. And that's what I was going to say. RPG, for the record. Wait, which one? Nope. Pokemon was snubbed of this oh, because of its release fuck? date. It, Why? It, because it released apparently too late in the year. To be nominated for this year, which is Wait, bullshit. Are you talking it, about the one that just released? Yeah, Sword and Sword Shield, Shield. Yeah. Well, why, why, why isn't uh, Pikachu and Eevee on this? Apparently, it released too early to be considered for 2018 and 2019 game of the year. All like, right. Well, Tommy, you have sold me 100. We're, we're gonna get some bullshit on here real quick. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order released yeah. too late to be nominated for this year and too early to be nominated for next. How does that even fucking happen? There's a one-day gap. That's so dumb. It sounds like like someone's making up some rules as they... It's fucking stupid. But, okay, back to the topic. For me, Kingdom Hearts 3. It's a phenomenal RPG. Sure, it's not an in-depth RPG, like something like Elder Scrolls or maybe even other Final Fantasies. But it's such a great game with such a good story and fluid gameplay. And then you've got Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Sure, like you said, it's slow, but there are a lot of RPG elements on it solely based off of the monster you fight, picking your weapons, picking your armor. The stats involved in that are super in-depth. 
that I think, and normally I would say an expansion doesn't belong on there, but this is truly a full game expansion to Monster Hunter World. There is a mm-hmm. lot to it, which I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. There's a lot of ice. There, there's <laughs> really a lot of ice. I'm just fucking but... up. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3, for me, is the one that should win. Same. I'm going with Kingdom Hearts 3. I'd have to say Kingdom Hearts 3, too. Like, not because I'm vested in the franchise, but just from what I've seen, <laughs> definitely sold them on it. plays... <laughs> well, no, it's just... I've seen plenty of people play it and stream it. It's yeah. just... It's a smooth game, exactly what you said. So they they definitely smooth put their smooth boy, yeah. Put their put the love into it. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, next up, score and music. I... We all know oh. who I'm gonna go for this one, but score motherfucking cadence of Hyrule, bitches. All right, George, read them off. <laughs> so uh, I was joking, but cadence of Hyrule, uh, Death Stranding, Devil May Cry Five, Kingdom Hearts Three, and Sayonara Wild Hearts. That we all know who I'm choosing. I'm choosing Death Stranding. There, that music is so perfectly curated to where you, where you're at, what's happening, and just what's going on. But there is nothing so magical of when you first hit that first grassy knoll, and all of a sudden this beautiful music just well. starts playing. Yeah, are we <laughs> this beautiful <laughs> music starts playing, and it just fucking immerses you and sets the tone. I, I haven't played a game like that in so long, so I'm Death Stranding's fine. So I'm not going to lie. I've been listening to the Death Stranding soundtrack, driving to and from work, and it's addicting as hell. So, yeah, Death Stranding. For me, <coughs> I think Sayonara Wild Hearts will win. Okay. That's not what I'm picking. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick, like, and... I, it's a cop-out, but I'm going with it. For me, it's a tie between Kingdom Hearts 3 and Devil May Cry 5. Okay. Kingdom Hearts 3 mixes the normal Final Fantasy Square music in with Disney. Like, I'm in one world hearing kind of a, a mix of, like, upbeat Toy Story with some serious Final Fantasy shit. And then the next world, fucking Elsa singing Let It Go. And mm-hmm. it worked. And then we have... Devil May Cry 5, which has probably my favorite soundtrack of all time on it. If you guys haven't listened to, the, like, the theme of it, Devil Trigger, mm-hmm. go listen to that, and you'll be like, okay, yeah, this deserves, like, best music, period. It's such a... It, it's kind of, like, just such a metal, like, theme to it, like, of the soundtrack. And as you're playing and getting combos, the songs get more intense and more it metal. It up. Yeah, I'm like, that, and that's been a thing throughout the series, but it's just done so well, and you're just like, oh man, it just gets you hyped. So, while Sayonara Wild Hearts has great music to it, and then Death Stranding, again, has great music, I don't see them being better than those two titles. Alright. I agree with you, though. I, I, I have heard some of the... The actual soundtrack from Devil May Cry, it's, it's good. So good. It's really good. It's like ambient metal music, which makes no sense, but it, they make it fucking work. <laughs> it's like, holy fuck, how'd they do that? Um, all right, next up, sports racing game. We have Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, Dirt Rally 2.0, uh, what's that, eFootball Pro Evolution Soccer 2020, F1 2019, and FIFA 20. I'm going to say it, FIFA 20 wins this. Probably. Take it. 
I don't have a horse in this race. I just, I'm not going to lie, and I hate to say it this way, I just want Crash to lose for two <laughs> reasons. It's a remake, mm -hmm. which I mentioned earlier. But, but from the ground up. I'll talk about that later, too. Oh. Oh. Damn. Again, like I said, hot takes going on tonight. Okay. Hot takes. But then, it ultimately, it's not even about that with Crash Team Racing. I just fucking hate that game. I fucking hate everything about playing that goddamn game and not being able to change my fucking controls to make sense. It's so stupid. Yeah, I agree with you. I, there were a lot of people complaining about that, and that is a legitimate, a legitimate concern on that game. Like, like get that shit out of my face. No, 100%. I'm with you, man. So, FIFA 20, everyone else? I'm yep. down with all of them. Go for it. Anything other than Crash is my <laughs> All right. Let's go to the next one. George, read this all one right. off. Or no, right. who wants to read it off? One of you two. Rochambeau for it. Rochambeau for it. I'm not kicking George in the balls. Rocks. I did it. <laughs> All oh, right. No. Best strategy game. We've got Age of Wonders Planetfall. Anno 1800. The winner, Fire Emblem Three Houses. <laughs> Total War Three Kingdoms. Tropico Six. And my computer won't show me what this last one is. Wargroove. It's, it's Wargroove. War and let's okay. all face it. I, uh, listen, all three of us have to be in agreement. And Fire Emblem Three Houses doesn't win this game. Doesn't win this, then it's fucking rigged. Or, or all, all the right. people voting don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I'm going to apologize right now to George for having to edit this for what I'm about to do. Why isn't Fire Emblem Game of the Year? We haven't even got there yet. You need to. You, you hold your horses. We're Game of the Year. Oh, next. I'm gonna. I just had to get that out right now. <laughs> no, straight up, straight up, straight up. But I, I, think, I think Fire Emblem should have been nominated for Best RPG. Get, Best. What was it? Game Awards are like, but it's nominated for Strategy Game. <laughs> Smell my ass, Jeff Keighley. <laughs> Fire so, Emblem. So, so I, I, I would like to see Fire Emblem win. Um, if not, Wargroove. Because Wargroove was pretty cool. Um, okay. but, but outside of that, Fire Emblem for sure is going to take hey, that one. When was Oxygen Not Included made? Was that 2019 or is that a 2018 release? Uh, released in 2018. Oh, damn. oh, hey, next category is Game of the Year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And finally, everyone's Game been waiting for it. Game of the Year. Boys, we've been what talking we about a lot of stuff. And we've got plenty more to talk about with the final final. So, Tommy, I know you've got plenty to uh, unleash here. Save me for last. Okay, then. Because Anthony's going to fundamentally disagree with me. I already I know it. Maybe not. Maybe not. But do you want me to read it off? Yeah, Anthony, Anthony, take it. This is the coveted Game of the Year award for the 20, or the Game of the Year nominees for the 2019 The Game Awards. Now, we got Control, which I think rightly deserves to be there. I have not played this game, and I've been kicking myself in the ass nonstop because I have not played it yet. It's but on sale Black Friday, and I'm buying it then. 100% deserves to be on that list. Next up, Death Stranding. 100% deserves to be on that list. A little... The, you know what? I, if it wasn't on this list, I wouldn't have complained either because it just... But it's there, and it's a great game. It, it deserves to be there, but if they saved it for next year, I, I wouldn't have complained. Next up, Resident Evil 2 definitely deserves to be there. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, uh, yeah, super deserves to be there. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, I mean, you know, that could have gone... or I feel like that spot could have gone to a game that was actually made in 2019. And then The Outer Worlds, which 100% deserves to be there. Now, okay. in my opinion, 
I think Super Smash Bros. shouldn't even be on this list. Agree. I think Death Stranding cut it really fucking close, and there's a strong argument for why it shouldn't be on that list. Um, I think that in a perfect world, that was fair. <laughs> Sekiro Shadows Die Twice in the Outer World would have a good chance, or at least be closer in the running. But yep. because Death Stranding is on this list, and it's so fresh in everyone's minds, I have no doubt that Death Stranding wins. <clears throat> okay. You think so? Because yes. I, 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 I don't think Death Stranding is going to win. I think Resident Evil 2 is going to win. I think it's got a great chance. I think th- those are the frontrunners. Yeah. But I just I think, think Death Stranding is so fresh in everybody's minds right now. I just don't think Death Stranding was like everybody loved Resident Evil 2. You know what, George? But, th- but there are people that... T- Tommy, say your quote again, please, about Norman Reedus. How many thirsty bitches watch The Walking Dead? <laughs> Go ahead, George. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. But look Can at Leon's face. Episode. Shit. Uh, that should be the name of this episode. How many thirsty bitches watch The Walking Dead? Oh, and the game and the Game Awards predictions. You got to yeah. put you got to put Game Awards predictions first, so people know, and then then the thirsty bitches thing. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I, I want people to know know what exactly we're talking about, and not not a, a five minutes of uh, <laughs> of fun that they're gonna get three quarters of the way in. <laughs> All right, George, who do you think? So yeah, I, I I'm gonna put my chips on Resident Evil Two with this one. Yeah, yeah, I can see that very like acclaimed. Everybody fucking loved it. I mean, I think it's got a great shot too. Tommy? Yeah, it's just it's just that some people dislike test stranding and i do think that's going to count against it and, and that's just kojima's style I, yeah i think yeah. the people who disliked it have the, they're the reasons why i think they are legitimate reasons agreed like i haven't heard anybody like the the stuff that was said against it i'm like yeah i could definitely see it going that that way you know yep yep, yep. Like, it's, i haven't heard anything stupid where like well it's dumb because of this and it's an obvious dumb reason like all the stuff that's that it's been knocked down like ign america gave it like i thought that A review 6.5 I thought it was pretty fair for the for the concerns that they thought, but I mean, when you look at everything else, I think whoever did that maybe had a chip on the shoulder against Kojima. But I do think that the concerns they brought up were were, were legitimate. I love the game, but I could see how how that could annoy someone so much to where they give it a lower score. Now, six point five, yeah, I'm with you. Maybe a seven. Yeah. Now, for <laughs> me, game of the year. Remember how I said about the stupid. Uh, how Star Wars is excluded from Game of the Year for yep. two years because of its, its one-day thing. Yeah. Smash Bros. shouldn't be in this. It was a 2018 game. It 100%. Should be, it should be under consideration for 2018. Period. End of story. Yeah. Then we have The Outer Worlds, which, fine game. I, I get why it's on the list. It's not my game of the year. Yeah. Death Stranding, again, get why it's on the list. Not, not for me. Mm-hmm. And Control, I didn't play yet but i'm it looks great still mad about fire emblem we could have swapped smash with fire emblem i mean good definitely of this list i don't think resident evil deserves to be on there and that's why i said this is going to be the hot take of it like i said it's because it's a remake exactly whether it's from the ground up or not it is a remake of a game that has already existed i to me that almost seems like a cop-out, kind of like how, uh, remember back in, I think, 2014 or 2015, that 
the Game Awards had to have a best remaster category because of Halo Master Chief Collection and Grand Theft Auto V being mm-hmm. the best two games released of that year. Resident Evil 2 is in that same boat for me. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I could see that. Like, And I got a lot of flack on Twitter when I said that. And people were like, oh, I expect you to keep that stance when Final Fantasy VII comes out. I fucking love Final Fantasy VII, and I will keep that damn stance on Final Fantasy VII. I guarantee you that. Well, it's Smash, not a Smash Bros. could have gone in that, that category, too. I mean, it's not a remake, but it's technically a, a port. It's not even a port. No, it's a full-blown, like, like new game. Oh, they, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Go the <laughs> Resident Evil 2 is a great game. It really, truly is. But at the end of the day, Resident Evil 2 came out on the PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. Yes, they rebuilt this game with a new engine, new graphics, and new voice acting. Okay. But what happens when you polish and paint, well, when you put a new paint job and polish on a classic car? Does that make it a 2019 car? No, not at all. It still makes it an old car. This is an old game. That's all that is. See, I, they they did change some of the story elements to this. In this though, I do think, I I I completely understand your point, Tommy. But I do yeah. think that enough was changed in Resident Evil Two to warrant it being its and, and that's own fair. retelling, so so to speak. So that's where wrong. I come I from. With it. I get that, and I get why people want it on there, and I respect that. There's no there's no problem. Like I'm not gonna be like spewing hate be like oh resident evil 2 got game like if it wins i'm gonna be like okay good for capcom all right whatever move on like personally it's just not what i would ever pick for game of the year of this list i have to pick Sekiro because Sekiro is such a good game and depending on how we do our game of the year show which we're gonna do i don't know like if we're doing like a top three top five top one if we're doing like a three or five, Sekiro is going to struggle to not be on that list, and that's how much I love that game. So yeah. I would have to, I have to go with that of just being like, for me personally. Now, what I think will win, I think Resident Evil Two is going to win. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to win personally, but it will win. Either that or Death Stranding. Okay, George, did you already say yours? Yep, Resident Evil. Yeah, he 2. said Resident Evil Two. Okay, I'm going with Death Stranding. So we got two. I I can definitely see Resident Evil Two winning. Like, I'm just saying Death Stranding. <laughs> I think it's Death Stranding. I think it's more. I think it's it's fresher, and I think people will vote yeah. based off that. Yeah, no, for sure. But that's I I, I see the arguments for both. I really do. Yeah, I but... kind of wish Sekiro or Control would get that that fucking dark horse win though, because I think both those games. Are... Like how last year, and I can't believe I'm saying this, how God of War got a dark horse win. God of fucking war, a dark horse. Yeah. That's <laughs> why it beat Red Dead. I'm I'm so glad it beat Red Dead too. But I think more like, people played God of War than Red Dead 2. Oh hell no. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> hell no. Why don't you guys eat my butt? How about that? And them apples. You like that want that for fat? Present. <laughs> Put a lap on <laughs> all right that's our game awards nominees we went over him of course we left some out that we just weren't familiar with like the a-, a bunch of the esports stuff 
we probably should have left a racing sports game out since none of us really have a horse in that but i figure some of them were, were still fresh but yeah um, and, and the game awards will be airing on december 12th at 8 30 p.m um you could catch it on the game awards.com as well as on twitch so i know i'll be watching it i'm sure i'll be watching it. yeah well Same. maybe we might have a little watch party and uh check out all the winners and see how we did with our our consensus of that's our december 12th yeah it's december 12th yep what time what time 8 30 p.m 8 30 mm-hmm. eastern uh-huh. time so that's uh oh, 5 30 30. i was like what i was like there's no yeah. way it's 8 30 so it's 5 30 5 30 p.m pacific time yeah we could do we might be able to do a watch along anyways now, let's let, let, if, we can chat about it if i'm in I one, like it though justin might be there too so Ooh, that might happen i could probably make that work we might need to bring on some extra people for our game of the year nominations too what do you guys think about that for sure for sure oh yeah we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk more about that later but but just keep that in mind people if you're listening we may have a, maybe a five-person panel for game of the year we'll do our we'll do our dad's beards nerds game of the year awards bbn and friends i'm down with that let's do it yes yeah, all right Let's, uh, you know, I don't think we really need to worry about another break, so let's just hop in that sweet, nasty outro. Let's do it. Yeah. This is already a long episode. <laughs> As always, if you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. You can cancel that at any time, and it's really, like, the best way to help support us and show Anchor that we are their number one gaming news and gaming conversational podcast and, and, and we love you long time exactly next up find us on twitter at dad's beards nerds twitch at dad's beards nerds instagram at dad's beards nerds podcast or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing discord community you can find that link in our twitter bio or in the uh notes for all the shows that we produce and release next up you're gonna find george at g on twitter that's g-h-i-o-c-o you're gonna find Oh, yeah, and then also that guy, underscore George1337 on Instagram. You always Next forget time, my Insta. Always, you always time. fucking forget it. Every single time. Next up, <laughs> you're going to find Tommy on Twitter at Nightwing593 and Instagram, Nightwing5930. And then you're going to find me, Anthony, everywhere at DadBobPlays. You can find it on my on Grindr, Chatterbait, all relevant <laughs> places. <laughs> Till next time, I'm Anthony. And I'm George. And I'm Tommy. And thank you, everyone, for coming out and listening. Take care. Have a good night.